What's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions here again. Episode 49. I'm Danny. I'm Garrett. I'm Taylor. Ooh, we're so cool. (laughs) So, Terminal Transmissions is a little pop culture type of deal. We like to sit here and flap gums for you guys, because we Mm -hmm. like to talk about nerdy stuff like TV shows, movies, video games, science and tech. We're all big nerds. We are compelled to binge watch TV shows for hours on end, play video games until we have bed sores. Uh, but yeah, so today we're going to talk about uh, a new show on Freeform, formerly known as ABC Family, uh, called Beyond. It's a cool looking little sci-fi show. Uh, we're going to talk about a dinosaur tail, complete with feathers, that was found trapped in a piece of amber recently. Uh, we're going to talk about how the Ghost Recon Wildlands map was revealed and how fucking absurd it is. And then we're going to get into talking a little bit about the fate of the Furious, which is the eighth and supposedly... Final <laughs> Fast and the Furious movie, just so everyone knows I know that that's not how you say that word. I like to troll. Anyway. But first, we're going to talk about a special event, which is our 50th episode is next week. Ooh, Congratulations, Tuesday. you guys. I'm yeah. fucking fired up about really That's way awesome. too many. It really is. There need to be regulations. And <laughs> there needs to be like some sort of a committee. <laughs> a podcast committee. For the 50th episode, we're going to do something special. And it's also very Christmas related since it is holiday time. Tis the season, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that somewhere. So we're going to do something called Terminal Transmissions 50th episode Christmas Loot Box. Oh. oh. This is a giveaway type deal and there's going to be like some special treats in the giveaway box. Yeah. Non-edible treats. So yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Pay attention to next week's episode on Tuesday, episode 50 for details. Get Get yourself a prize. Tell your friends about it. Yeah. Our second ever giveaway. Yeah, and we're really stepping the game up in terms of quality, originality, creativity. Thanks, Taylor. It was all Taylor's. 100% You're Taylor. You're welcome. <laughs> so let's go ahead and schlip schlorp onto television. Yeah. Um, I saw this today. Apparently, they've been kind of, Freeform has kind of been hinting about this show for a while now. With oh, little, really? Like uh, set photos and whatnot here. Okay. But they haven't really given us much. Uh, so it's a show, a sci-fi show called Beyond. Okay. Now, I'm not like a huge fan of ABC Family or Freeform. Uh-huh. I'm really I'm really skeptical of their their content. <laughs> we do know that that's where the Cloak and Dagger TV show is going to be. Yes. So I'm definitely, you know, I hope it's not terrible. Right. So one reason why I'm interested in this show is to kind of get like a, a, a gauge of where they stand in terms of shit that we like. Exactly. So this show is basically about a kid named Holden who goes into a coma for 12 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he wakes up and he has superpowers. Yeah, Kyle wide. Yeah, so right up my alley, right up Garrett's alley. <laughs> yep, ready to go. I don't. I'm not really familiar with like any of the cast. No, I do know they're that, all a bunch of newbies. Yeah, yeah, I do know that the main character Holden uh, is played by uh, Berkeley Duffield, who was in Warcraft, which I didn't see. Right, so <laughs> not helpful. Uh, and the female lead is Dylan Gwen, and she was actually in Da Vinci's Demons and Dracula Untold, which I also didn't see either of. I saw Dracula Untold. Who was she in that? Um, yeah. I didn't see it. Jones. Okay. 
So <laughs> they have done a little bit of stuff. Those are all really huge films. Right. Um, but I'm not familiar with either of them. That being said, trailer looks pretty cool. Trailer does look pretty cool. The, I mean, it's hard to tell the quality of acting most of the time from a trailer. Right. But it didn't seem terrible. Yeah, not at all. I, I actually thought that it looked really good. Not just in terms of something that would like engage me, but the special effects were pretty fucking solid. Right. It just sucks because Freeform, formerly ABC Family, they do lend themselves to be quite family friendly. So mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that they do is very toned down as far as, you know, graphic, violence, blood, gore. Right. They have been trying to sort of move away from that a little bit. That's right. Uh, so this whole Freeform thing is like a rebrand. Right. Right. It's not supposed to be like a family channel anymore. Okay. Um, so they have, they had a couple of shows this year that dealt more with sort of like, um, uh, characters, like main characters with like disabilities and like LGBT characters. So I'm, again, I'm skeptical just because I don't really know. Sure. But the trailer looks cool. Yeah, it does. Um, and I think like one of the like sort of like taglines or descriptions was, um, it introduces viewers to a world of secret superhumans and life threatening conspiracy. Secret superhumans. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. That's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> Stop drilling. Yeah. Get off. I also I read a cool thing that said that they are going to release all of the episodes online the night that the show premieres because they're trying to encourage binge watchers. Oh, they're going to fucking Netflix us. Oh, That's fucking yeah. dope. Oh, all right. You so, hear that, Amazon? Stop releasing shows one episode at a time, yeah, assholes. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, I, I wish that every show just went ahead and did that. Yeah. yeah. And that the cool thing is, like, I think it's probably going to be for, like, a limited time. I don't imagine it being, the episode just being available. But if you are into the show and you are a binge watcher, you can just go on. Right. And, sure. just... and if you're not, then maybe they'll release the rest weekly and, like, right. take down the binge thing. Right. That's a really good idea. That, that is, is a, a really good idea. idea. Yeah, because honestly, like, for someone like me, and so Danny and Taylor are, are definite, like, way more tv watchers than me and they 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 be binging we're trying we're trying to get you on the same page but the thing is like i i like it and i would rather binge watch a show like i did with like sensei and like i always do with like daredevil and Mm -hmm. jessica jones Mm -hmm. uh luke cage those types of shows i absolutely would a lot more shows if it were a possibility right the issue that i have is that it's so hard for me to like carve out a, a time every single week to watch one show like that's tough for me Whereas, like, if you just told me, hey, this show is all up right now, all, like, you know, 9, 10, 11, 12 episodes or whatever it is, and I can just sit down while I'm pumped up about it and just smash through it, right? I absolutely would a lot more shows. But just so many shows don't do yeah. that. Yeah. I don't have the option. It's smart. Because, I mean, also, if you think about it, the people that do like to binge, like Danny and I, will right. be watching the show and we'll be three or four episodes in and then we can go tell all the other people that don't like to binge hey mm-hmm. you have to you know you have to stick it out right, keep going right. until you get to this episode because it's fucking awesome right right yeah. yeah no it definitely does it de- it definitely to me doesn't really have any downsides it's I, to me it's just a dinosaur yeah it's just that that's how shows always were made and so people are still doing it that way right whereas like now we're seeing, like, with Netflix shows that it is possible for shows to be just as well-received, if not more well-received, yeah. in that format. And I think that people are going to get more, much more into it. Yeah, it's time to move on. Absolutely. So in science, we get to talk about dinosaurs, which is probably my favorite thing. Yeah. Dino DNA. Yeah. So <laughs> From your blood. This actually has a lot of similarities to, to Jurassic Park, 
which is really neat. Basically, what happened is that a dinosaur fossil with feathers was found in a piece of amber. Mm -hmm. In the movie Jurassic Park, they found blood that was retained in amber that they were then able to take out that had the blood of dinosaurs that they were then able to resurrect dinosaurs with. Yeah. That has nothing to do with this, except that they did find a fossil preserved perfectly, basically, in amber. Well, it's not even a fossil, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just like a piece of dino. Yeah, it's it's fresh meat. Yeah, and so the, the beauty of this is that Let's get on some soapboxes for a second. Hey, oh, I'm a big soapbox guy. So for a very long time, evolution evolutionists, I don't know if that's what they're called. Uh, scientists. Right, regular scientists <laughs> with degrees in science. Learned folk. Educated people. They have, they have, they have been theorizing <laughs> and speculating that dinosaurs did have, at least at some point, intermediary forms because of evolution. In which they started becoming birds. Mm-hmm. Right. And, I mean, they get into that in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Like they, get, they get into the similarities. Okay, so cool. So Look at the pelvic bone turned backwards just like a bird. Right. right. Bones are full of air sacs and hollows just like a bird. Right. Even the word raptor means bird of prey. I, I hate this right now. I deal so with it. Good. Just deal with it. You're so good at quoting that movie. Anyway, <laughs> so up until this point, scientists and paleontologists had found fossil evidence of feathers along with dinosaur right. uh, fossils. But there were still people that were like adamant about that's just like there were some birds around. Yeah, that's hokum. Right. So there Santa were Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> right. Like there was the there was the velociraptor in the ground and then there was just there just happened to be like a bird preserved right. right well next some to some it. some fucking vultures, some carrion <laughs> birds came and were feasting on the corpus. <laughs> And they got hit by a meteor. Right. At the exact same time. Yeah. In the exact exact same era. Mm-hmm. Anyway, hilarious. So the deal is that for a very long time, basically, it's been kind of understood by paleontologists and archaeologists and what have you that dinosaurs did start becoming birds. They did start growing feathers. They weren't just like lizards running around. Don't get me wrong. They were still lizards, but they had feathers and then they, they evolved into avian species. Rad. That's fucking dope. But there were still people that didn't think so. Well, now, thanks to Inward Singing... They have to suck it. Check it out. We found one. We found the, the fucking intermediary fossil. Yep. So we have the evidence now that preserved perfectly in a piece of amber is a piece of a, piece of a dinosaur with feathers. And it just it puts the debate to rest. Yeah, take when that. When you say preserved perfectly, you mean like if they were to like crack it open... It would be like f- well, feathery. No, it's okay. So it's not. It's not actually a fossil. What right. a fossil is is essentially the shape of a bone or a piece of an animal that's been replaced by minerals. Right. Mm-hmm. Whatever is inside that amber is still the thing. Right. That's why the whole theory of like taking the blood out of the the mosquito isn't. I mean, it is ridiculous, but that's why it is quote possible uh, because the blood is still in there. Okay. Right. When it's trapped in amber, the amber is fossilized, mm-hmm. and whatever pieces of debris and schlim schlam are trapped in there, they are just still the regular thing. Yeah. So it is just still a piece of a fuck. It's basically like it's closer to being mummified than oh. fossilized. Yeah, it it is fully mummified. Yeah, they they said that they have eight full sections of vertebrae with mummified skin shrink wrapped to the bones. So yeah, so I mean it's not it's not like perfect as if you just like froze it right then but basically as perfect as you could get yeah after 
uh, 99 million years. And another thing that's great about this is so fossils, uh, one of the reasons why creationists have a lot of ammo against, well, it's bullshit, but why they are able to formulate arguments, why they're able to flap their fucking gums and formulate arguments against dinosaurs is because fossils aren't actually bones. Yeah. It's the, uh, and you could, you could argue that a scientist found a rock and carved a bone shape out of that right. rock and then was like, this is a dinosaur bone. And right. that's what they argue a lot of the time. Right. But this is a goddamn piece of a fucking fleshy ass, bony, fucking tendony, bloody dinosaur trapped in some <laughs> fucking amber. Yeah. It has been mummified, but it is still clearly biological. Right. Which is fucking dope. So this is the very first time that clearly identifiable bits of dinosaur were included in something like this. So this is this is huge. And it's visible in three dimensions. You can you can right. turn this thing, you can look at it from every which way. Whereas like what Danny was, <laughs> And what Danny was saying, like with, with the norm, normal fossils that you find is like they're basically just earth now. Right. But yeah, this is this is awesome. I mean we, we have the evidence now. We already for a very long time, even when I was a kid, I remember reading books and it was talking about them shifting. Uh, I don't know when that theory was like first was latched onto combobulated. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, when I was a kid, I remember like reading in books, like, yeah, dinosaurs started shifting into birds. Dinosaurs. We think of dinosaurs as just lizards and there were, a, there was a time when they were, but then they began developing like avian features. And, uh, that's really fucking cool. Yeah. And, I saw a really funny thing. It's kind of divergent, but it's still about the same piece of amber. Uh-huh. So I'm on that insect identification uh-huh. uh, Facebook page. And they were like, look at that ant, though. Because there's like a full-ass extinct ant also oh, trapped really? in the same piece of amber. And these fucking insect nerds were like, but what about that ant, though? <laughs> what kind of, tell me more about this ant. Because it is just a whole-ass ant. It just reserved right there? Yeah, it's right next to the tail. Like, if you look at the picture, That's it's awesome. right there. But you don't forever. even see it. That's when you look up. at the amber, you don't even see the ant. Because you're like, so oh, look at, that, look at them feds. Right. But yeah, when, once we're done, look at it again yeah. and see how huge and obvious the ant is. And like a full, it's way more clear and full <laughs> than the tail. Sorry. <laughs> So, getting on into video games, as we do every episode. So, no need to say that. Wasting time. Uh, (laughs) They finally released the map for Ghost Recon Wildlands, which I think we've talked about on the podcast once. Yeah. uh, Is one of the most anticipated games for old Crayon and myself. Oh, Jesus, fuck. So, we found out about this game two years ago. And we are we were fired up from the very first like, re- like reveal yeah uh, and honestly the game has only gotten it looks cooler now yep so uh, we got a, a, a release trailer two years ago yep. or like two and three quarters years ago yep e three it looked great it looked very like tactical and realistic and the yes. graphics were incredible a year later we got another trailer where they had definitely dialed back the graphics mm-hmm. uh, but the gameplay looked way more like accessible fun. and right. fun it yeah. looks very division-esque yes while being more absurd mm-hmm. and having like sort of the like story action movie set pieces kind of like uncharted right exactly yeah um but while still being very tom clancy yeah yeah the first the first trailer was very very tom clancy oh yeah where it was like incredibly realistic like hyper realistic you had to like really really coordinate and sneak in and do your everything that was going down was like hyper realistic. And then the second trailer, it was the opposite of that. Yeah. So the first trailer, and that still is an option. Sure. The first yeah. trailer, you still can totally like tactician everything out yeah, and like yeah. plan all your moves, but you can also just do it like a fucking Disneyland show, like yes. pirates of the Caribbean with like explosions yeah. and shit like that. And it's four person co-op. Yeah. So you can just like with your bros, 
Like you and three bros can just like do whatever the fuck you want for the mission. In fact, it was it was saying that like you don't even have to like stay there localized. Yeah. yeah. Like you can be in one game, the four of you interacting and just go off on your own. Yeah, one Red dude can just like yeah, one dude can just go off and do other missions while the other three are doing other things and then like just come back and be like, Cool, me too. Is there any like story mission? I, I think it's all story missions. So wait, but you have to do it with it's only co-op you can't like go off and do something just yourself no so you can go and do things by yourself or you can play with one two or three ai so you can play oh. just me and garrett could play it within two ai team members yeah but we could still separate off from the herd and go off on our own because yeah. i would like to play this game but i would not like to play with y'all right right you can do it with just three npcs with you and you get to kind of tell them what to do okay yeah 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 so all that aside, what we really wanted to talk about is how the map got revealed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the map's huge. It's like a it's Bolivia that takes place in Bolivia. It's mm-hmm. not a hundred percent like an accurate like we took a picture of the Bolivia's map and like made it in the game. Right. Um, it is very. There are a lot of like landmarks mm-hmm. and areas from Bolivia that are like perfectly recreated in the game. Right. But then it's also changed up to make it more game accessible. Yeah. Absolutely. Now. Other than it being fucking monstrous, because uh, Ubisoft has said that it's their biggest open world map ever. Which is nuts. Yeah, because they have some big ass fucking maps. Yeah. I don't know if y'all have played Far Cry. Yeah. Because they make Far Cry. But the Far Cry Primal map was bigger than a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> bigger than a bread box. Couple bread boxes. Now, even more insane than that is this map has 21 biomes. Jesus Christ. So it's got like arid, like desert, jungle, mm-hmm. uh, mountainous, like plateau. Basically, every biome that exists, like honestly, 21 different so unique cool. biomes in the yeah. map. So to break down what a biome is, that it's, I it, appreciate you and all that you do. <laughs> Thank you. It's uh, the, it means like different ecologies. So that like that means like everything from like flora and fauna to to like temperature, all of those things. So like mountain is is a biome, but you could even break down biome to like super mega like mountainous to not so mountainous arid ver- like sandy versus like having dunes those would be different biomes right and so this one's going to have 21 which is basically everything you could imagine yeah 21 separate complete different vi- biomes in the, in fact in the not the latest trailer the but the first one trailer that, we were fucked up about that yeah yeah it showed it did a rapid fire where it showed like rainforest and it showed like desert and it showed like snowy mountains and like everything in between and like this rapid fire like boom 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 and it's like what are you kidding me in one game like how this big is, yeah and now we know like now we know that it's going to be fucking enormous yeah so it's 21 uh regions which all have different biomes um they all have their own civilian population so cool. they all have their own like roadways and like waterways so and all that different cool. thing but what, something that i read with this map release that, mm-hmm. the, that the studio talked about is all the NPCs have their own like full agenda Jeez. that has is has no impact or you have no impact right. on it Right. If you're not there. Right. So like you can go in and kill people and fuck shit up and it'll impact their lives. But if you're on the other side of the map doing shit, their whole, their lives go on. So it's More like hard. Westworld. It's yeah, like yeah, Westworld. It's they exactly get up like in the that, morning yeah. and they go to work and they have just daily routines that they do whether right. or not you exist or not. Right. Like this all just happens. That's so cool. Um, it is the, is the, it's the coolest thing. Yeah. So again, everything has its own different climate and, and topography and animals mm-hmm. and plants and NPCs that go and live and work and do. Right. And then in addition to that, it looks like a cool fucking game. <laughs> yeah, it does. And it like, so we, we talk about it because one of my favorite games of all time was mercenaries one, which, yeah. which came out in like 2004 or five. Uh, and it was really cool because 
you could kind of just do whatever the fuck you wanted. But the only the only downside to it was that it was single player. Right. But so this game is basically just upgraded mercenaries in every way, but with a squad, and that you can get up to three of your bros in on it, and right. that's that's like. The best thing. Also, it, oh, sorry. It looks like if you took the division and took out the MMO aspects of it that may, like were an M, like negatively impacted. The right, game. right. Take all of the grind out of the division with all of the cool, fun stuff. Yeah, and essentially make it just like a story, like a campaign, but you can play with your bros. Yeah. And one thing I wanted to talk about is so we talked about this last episode or last week mm-hmm. about how they're wanting to move away from like storylines and, right. and linearity. Right. And this is one of the games where they're starting to get into that. Yeah. So supposedly you're going to just be able to go and do whatever the fuck you want and mm-hmm. just find story missions as you see fit. There's no like finish this story mission. It leads you to this one. Finish right. this story mission. It leads you to this one. Supposedly you can just go and do whatever you want in whatever order you want. Yeah. There is some sort of vague storyline, right? But they're not like holding your hand and leading you along. Exactly. This path. You can like you can literally go and just go through a forest and like find a mission and then choose to do it. Yeah. Which isn't new, right? But it's for that type of game, for that genre of game, right. it's moving away from there being an overarching storyline and into just go and live in this world and do and hang out and fuck yeah. shit up. It absolutely is. Yeah. Like so, Taylor, I know you don't know a lot about this game, and every, and and I don't think a lot of people know about this game. It's it's like not really being talked about a lot. But it's really neat. The entire idea is that basically you're like a special ops team that is trying to take down a cartel. So the whole idea of it is that you're just like you're going into this country, this this like fictional Bolivia, which is being basically ran by this cartel. And your entire the entire point of the game is to basically dismantle this cartel. Right. Any way that you see fit, whether that be like running in guns a blazing and just like fucking all of them up. And just killing them like that, or if it's like going in with drones and snipers and yeah. the night, or and it even showed it in one of the trailers. It showed like you could even like it showed like I think it was three or four different ways of doing the same mission, mm-hmm. and one of them was like not even they never even realize you're there, right? You basically like make it seem like one of their captains or one of their lieutenants was like double crossing another one and set like stealing and they, some like, of the take drugs, each other out. yeah, so that they like kill each other. So it's it's all about how you want to play the game, which is like what Danny was saying, like getting away from like a storyline and instead just being like way more like a choose your own adventure game. Right. And I think in that regard, it'll probably be very similar to Mercenaries. That sure. It's going to be like, take out these four like lieutenants and yeah. then like a captain shows up and then like take out the captain and then like the general shows up. Yeah. Uh, it, but, it, you know, drug dealers. Yeah. <laughs> and the, 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 the only other thing that I say that I, I don't know if they're going to do it, but I really hope. That in some ways it has the crackdown thing, where like oh, in yeah, crackdown, yeah, like you dismantled uh, three different gangs in crackdown, and like the whole deal was that like each like captain, each each like boss had different things that they contributed to the gang. So like this guy's the car guy, right? And so if you take him out, all of a sudden the gang has like way less cars, mm-hmm. and they're not as good. Right. This guy is like the gang's like arms guy. He he's the guy that has all of the guns and stuff. So if you take him out. Suddenly, like less of their guys of the gang are going to have guns, and the guns aren't going to be as good. X, Y, and Z, and you could choose which ones to take out in which order, and it actually made the game easier in certain regards. So that by the time you took out all of the lieutenants and you got to like the main bad guy, his guys were just shit, right? Like Megaman. Yeah, exactly, exactly like that. And so I would love for this game to do the same thing, where you could be like, "Oh, this is the car guy yeah. for the cartel, and I can go take him out." 
and then suddenly like they have way less cool cars. Yeah. I would and, love that. And honestly, like considering the game comes out in March, we yeah. really don't know that much about it. And I'm okay with that. Me too. Like I'm, I'm, I don't think I really want to watch anything else. Yeah. I think let's just get it on launch day and just play. Oh fuck yeah. Tay, does that sound like something you're pumped up about? Yeah. Even right. though you're not going to play with us? You, you got to get in there. You got to be the fucking helicopter no, guy. I'm going to be like... Too much pressure. That's fake cry. I was like, Taylor. I'm going to be like, Taylor, where the fuck's the helicopter? We need the helicopter coming in right now. No. God, why are you even playing with us? And you're going to fly into that fucking helicopter and it's going to be dope. Nope. Yeah, it's that... What, the flight of the, what's that song? Flight of the Valkyrie? Yeah. That's going to play. <laughs> So the new installment of the Fast and the Furious trailer came out. Wait, no, it's called Fate of the Furious. Right, I mean, all of that was still true. Right, yeah. Fast and the Furious franchise uh-huh. has a new installment called Fate of the Furious, and the trailer came out. Love Faster, it, <laughs> Furiouser. Also known as Fast Ain't. Yep. So, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm a pretty big Fast and the Furious fan. Are you? I am. When I... The first movie came out, I think, in, like, 2000. It was old. It was a, I, a grip ago. I was nine. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I went to see that movie four times in the theater. Did you really? Yeah. Dang. For some reason, my weird, obsessive trait just latched onto that movie. I had a huge crush on Vin Diesel. Don't As you me. do. That was even before Tyrese was in the joint. Oh yeah, no ludicrous, nothing. It was that Vin was before Diesel. that was before Michelle Rodriguez was typecast. <laughs> True. <laughs> it was Vin, Paul, Michelle, and Ja Rule. Ja Rule was in the first. Was ja Rule one. in the first one? You say yep. that again, Ja Rule. I think you're saying it a little wrong. <laughs> yeah, you need. I to didn't. Stop. I didn't know that Ja Rule was in the in that movie. He was. Was, was he a driver and stuff? He was a. He, he was the guy he who was like part of the crew. No, I think he, he like ran the street races, right? N- no. Who who like was the street race guy? I don't know. I think it was him. Well, he he lost his. Oh, he did. He raced. He was slip. in like one little bit. Pink slip. He was um, racing for pink. Anyway, so I loved those movies. Still love them. I went to see Fast Seven, and it was awesome. It was cool. So I'm actually kind of excited. The Fate of the Furious movie looks pretty cool. It does look cool. I, mainly, I wanted to talk about about this because, and Danny and I talked about this when we saw it. So we we saw it as well uh, in theater, and it's funny because if you watch the first couple of Fast and Furious, maybe even the first three, Tokyo Drift was the third one, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you watch like the first three, they're pretty normal. They're still pretty grounded in the realm of shit that could maybe happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's so funny because now they are not. And I like that. I actually like it more because they've gotten away from like realism and now they're basically just comic book movies. Right. Without superpowers. Like the shit that happens, you just have to be like, oh yeah, okay. You just drove. Yeah, you can't go into it thinking that it's going to be realistic because yeah, it's not. Absolutely not. Yeah. And the last one, spoiler alert, uh, a dude drives a car through one scri- skyscraper and into another skyscraper. <laughs> He makes a car fly without wings or anything. He just, like, revs it enough that he can just, like, punch out of one window, fly, like, a hundred goddamn feet. And it's and fucking s- cool. And no, and it's cool as fuck. You just have to be like, that would never happen in the world. Also, at one point, Vin Diesel just picks up a chain gun and is firing it, just, like, walking around like he's heavy from Team Fort 2. Off the chain. I'm fucking into it. I actually like it. Like I said, like, I like it more with all of that yeah. stuff. Like... Jason Jason Statham and The Rock are in it, and they're basically both like superheroes. Right. 
they basically have superpowers. Yeah, it looks awesome. I would say the only thing that I don't like about the trailer is the fact that, and spoilers for people that haven't seen the trailer, you should go see it, um, is that Dom apparently is going rogue or bad, yeah, and yeah. I don't like that. Dom yeah. is like my favorite character. Seems true. Yeah. Seems like there's not going to be a twist. Right. Well, you know, I he didn't really know. trade her. He was tricking. Yeah, the, it looks the, like Charlize Theron's bitch, and I don't like it. Yeah, the the whole deal is that in all of the other movies, Dom's been like the dude, like he's like the heart of the he's, team. Yeah, and he's that that's Papa. yeah that that's that's the um oh my god that's Vin Diesel's character, and uh, in this one the whole deal is they're on like. They're doing something, and then he's just like, oh, yeah, but now I'm the bad guy. Fuck my family. Yeah, and then he goes and teams up with uh, Charlize Theron, and they're just doing some bad shit, and there's tanks, and there's, like, super mega cool cars, and probably superpowers. At one point, there's cars with grappling hooks, which I was really into. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, they have to, like, team up The Rock with Jason Statham. And they're just going to go beat the piss out of people. Which yeah, I'm so Jason Statham was the villain in Fury 7. Yeah. And him and Dwayne John had a little rivalry. A little. Right. Because they, they're bas- basically like superhumans. Yeah, they beat the fire out of each For other. For like an hour. Yeah, it was great. It was the- Um But yeah, so they're, everyone, the, all the whole crew from all the different years is all teaming up to try and take down Vin Diesel's character. Because this is supposedly the last yes, movie. The final right. Furious. It's um, to be seen. Now, I've only seen the first one and the seventh one. Wow. Really? Yeah, but I thought the seventh one was awesome. Yeah, so we, we saw did you it. like the first one? Yeah, I did. Yeah? But it's so different. Yeah, it The first is. one's like some street races and then like one ridiculous thing happens. And then yeah. the seventh one, like Garrett said, is basically the Avengers with cars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it and really the, is. And the eighth one, the trailer looks even more ridiculous somehow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But for me, regardless of the quality of the films, regardless of what happens, I only have to say two words. Dwayne, goddamn motherfucking johnson i will watch any movie with the rock in it yeah four words was it four or was it six (laughs) okay anywho uh so yeah what was it let's see the fast and the furious too fast too furious the fast and the furious tokyo drift fast and furious fast five furious six furious seven and now, of the Furious. now fate of the furious they Faster got they lost the creativity time. between six and seven they really, they really did really did let me down but i i think it's going to be dope as long as you yeah like taylor said like as long as you go into it knowing this is going to be absurd and i'm just here for like the fun yeah then it's awesome if you go into it being like this could never happen you're gonna have a miserable time I think, though, with having Charlize in a car movie, they really missed the opportunity to call it the fate of the Furiosa. But, you know, <laughs> whatever. What, what do I know? I fucking hated that movie. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's about all that we can say about it. Go watch the trailer. It's fucking cool. They have Ludacris. They have Tyrese in it. So, Michelle Rodriguez. So, for those who haven't Vindy followed the Vindy series, Vindy. she comes back to life at, like, movie four or five. Spoilers. She died in the first one. You're right. Mm-hmm. But she didn't die. Right. They pulled a soap opera. She lost her memory. She was I liked that storyline, actually. Did you? Uh-huh. Yeah. Again, I'm super biased because I just really like the whole franchise. Yeah. I liked the seventh one because Tony Jaw was in it. He was Ong Bak. And he beats the piss mm, out of some people yeah, in like yeah. a in like a bus that's on the side, like sliding down a mountain road yeah, for like forty five yeah, yeah. minutes. Also, uh fucking Ronda Rousey was in it. Yeah. She like did a bad acting. Yeah, oh, she was really she bad at Michelle acting. Michelle Rodriguez, didn't yeah, she? She did a real bad yeah. acting. Yeah. It was it was like notably bad. Yeah. It was cringe. And Michelle Rodriguez kicked her ass. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, take that. That's realistic. <laughs> yes, yeah, so anyway, that's uh that's episode forty nine. Uh stay tuned. 
for next episode where we talk about our giveaway. Yeah, loot box. Yeah, thanks, Tay, for spearheading this and being way more ingenuitive than we are because we were like, let's give away a video game. And you're like, let's give away a 50th episode Terminal Transmissions Christmas loot box. That's me. Yeah, you are the marketer. <laughs> I got it. I got this covered, y'all. The Marketeer, which is that movie. Right, with with the, the, where they fight Nazis. Yeah. All right, guys. See you next time. Bye.